Warning, the following episode contains adult language and screaming goats. Listener discretion is advised. The Pinball Network is online. Launching The Pinball Show. Peace out 2021 and hello 2022. The ghost of Christmas taste visited Dennis this week as the Creasel and I throw out the stupid year in review stuff and we give you what we always give you the most recent and relevant pinball news with personality. This week, we discuss Rush Pinball being announced with production timelines, what to expect in the new Stern game, rules of owning collectible sneakers, Q1 Stern production timelines, the top anger-inducing pinball machines, holy cannoli, the rumor of Godfather being the next menu title, the pinball award season, who's gonna win, who should win, and who got snubbed the TPN channel launch, and even more content daily for you. Pinball Market Trends, a truly horrifying pinball topper, getting rippled, and a pinball bounty update. 2021 may have given us the pinball show's utter podcast dominance, but it tooketh away the beloved Betty White. And for that, I say, Eesh, 2021! 2022, about to catch you outside! How about that? Thank you for being a friend Travel down the road and back again Your heart is true You're a pal and a confidant Pinball is a game of skill For some, it's a passion and a lifestyle It's time for the Pinball Show It's pinball with personality. Happy New Year to everyone, all the listeners of The Pinball Show. This is episode 86, and you've got your host here, Zach, and my best pal, Dennis Creasel. Dennis, how are you this uh, 2022? It's going okay. There's a lot going on in the world of pinball, especially at the beginning of this year. We're going to get to it all, listener. I assure you that. But first, got to talk about uh, some of the holidays. Did you have a great holiday? Yeah, it went pretty well. I did until Betty White died. Yeah, that was, uh, I don't think every, you know, no one was expecting it. There was, a, in the sense, no one again, was expecting she was, it. She was 90, <laughs> well, she was 99, but, you know, everyone was, all the talk had been for the last like three months about her 100th birthday, and there had been no reports of her being ill or anything. So that's what I mean. That's how Betty Obviously, White when goes. She's 99. You, anything could, can, it could be a moment's notice, but, but, Everyone was just excited, I think, to sell. You know, yeah. She's one of the few people, uh, it seems like anymore, one of the few people left where in a very, not to get overly political, but in a very divided nation, like everyone liked Betty White. Didn't matter yeah. what your ideology was. She was a global treasure. Yep. And one that uh, I've said before, listener, still there's an attraction there by me. I don't know why. She was just a sweet, sweet, beautiful, beautiful person. Mm. She will be very much missed. And we also lost somebody else, not to start the show uh, down here, but we lost uh, Marco Specialties founder, but owner, Mark Mandeltorn. 
That was Did you ever work one. with him? Yes, not directly, kind of indirectly at shows and different things. We, uh, they were kind enough to sponsor straight down the middle for a number of years and worked with him at shows, talking to them, uh, collaborating with him. So, um, just kind of bending each other's ears on media ideas and stuff and couldn't have been a better guy and a harder working family man. So uh, I will, I will dearly miss him. So we lost a couple of great people. The Betty White thing, of course, we didn't didn't know her, but I'm attracted to her and and Mark too. So our thoughts go out to the families and all the friends over at Marco Specialties. A quick moment of silence for Betty White and Mark Mandeltort. All right, so 2021, what an asshole of a year. You know, I think everyone thought it was going to be better than 2020, and mm, uh, in some ways it was, and in many ways it was not. Mm. It wasn't, but Christmas was good over at the mini household. We had a lot of fun. Didn't have mm. to assemble too much stuff either. How about that? Oh, did everyone, uh, was it warm? Did you guys get to go into the above ground pool? No, there was chestnuts roasting on an open fire though. We were, we were all in the living room with a nice roasty fire. Was, in identical pajamas? Mm, yes. Mm. I, I wasn't wearing mine, but yes, mm. absolutely. That was, that was a thing. That was most certainly a thing. And uh, we, I wasn't assembling anything. My daughter uh, from Santa Claus, she got a 3D printer. So she, oh, and, you know, I've never had oh. one of those. My brother-in-law has one. He he likes it. Yeah, she's a little engineer at heart. So she's eight, eight years old, I think. How bad of a dad am I? Eight or nine? She's eight. Yeah, and, you know, it doesn't really oh, matter. Oh, boy, she's just been cranking out all kinds of stuff. And uh, it's been a lot of fun with the 3D printer. So she gets interested in that. We'll, we'll give her an upgrade. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anything in particular that you received from from family? I know that the ghost of Christmas taste visited you this last week. <laughs> <laughs> well, as you know, Zach, taste is very relative. Mm. I did get my ceiling fan though. <gasps> did you yeah. really? Yep my uh, my dad three came speed? over on uh, yeah I think it's yeah three speed mm-hmm. and it's dimmable. Uh, mm. My last one, I don't think the dimmer worked right. Obviously, that's the switch to the. Uh, to the wall but so we installed a new wall switch now now most people don't know that i, I can't remember if it was even in the episode or not but i was i i participated in i think it was the last cluster vuck that slam tilt podcast did okay yeah I've and never i been invited. My, that's right and i had my yeah well i had my face cam you know my little webcam on for it and christopher franchi i remember saw my panel for my fan and light and he made fun of how old timey it looked <gasps> The knob, that it wasn't a slider switch, it was a knob. Yeah. So in honor of that, I upgraded to just a new knob. So it's still just as old-fashioned 1980s looking as before. But, wow. Uh, so yeah, my dad came over and helped with the wiring and getting the f- uh, new fan mounted on the ceiling. And so that's what I did over the weekend. I got to tell you, Dennis, I get confused with ceiling fans more so than uh, sometimes even updating pinball code. Like there's, really? there's, yeah, there's, there's two, there's two pull tuggy things and one's the light and one goes to the motor, but then the motor, you get to click so many times. You never know. There should be like a little, uh, TNA display up there that shows L mm. for low, M for medium, H for high, O for off. And then you get the switch debacle. So does the switch, has the switch over, uh, ridden, over road, overridden the, uh, the, the motor? It's a, it's a mess. I don't like it. Um, I see. The, the only thing I really didn't care for, I mean, cause there's, I was pretty, quickly able to figure out that this was a three speed i think my last one was a five though which was oh. 
That wow. really confused me because I'm like, am I at the fifth or am I going to turn it off? What I don't is know. that? Medium high. And the little switch on the side of the fan. Because I, I looked, it wasn't labeled because I'm like, okay, is this in clockwise mode or counterclockwise oh, yeah. mode? Because you know you're supposed to go. Up or down. One, do you change those, yeah. listener? Um, I, I do. But I never remember which one is correct. So I do have it in winter mode right now. I'd have to get scaffolding to change my living room fans. <laughs> Oh my yeah, my living room that ceiling is uh, is massive. I on my step ladder, I can reach the hanging lamp. Mm. I can't reach the fan. Uh, I don't think I'll change that fan because I would need some sort of massive ladder to get. I don't to want it. you to break yourself. And so we did talk about the ghost of Christmas. Taste did come and visited the Creasel home with twelve days of Christmas. Strangely, with only eleven items. Well, but- the twelfth one was a big old wet kiss. Next time I see you, I figured you can mm. wait for that one. <laughs> <sighs> so we do we did uh, issue a contest to you listeners uh from our facebook page that said hey dennis is receiving 12 days of christmas from yours truly if you guys can correctly guess one of the gifts there's up to 12 prizes here then you will uh receive a prize from from the pinball show and we do have one winner you guys kind of suck only on one out only of all one. these because they could have guessed anything and some of them uh, i think were doable to be honest I think some you. of them were guessing things like a new car and stupid stuff. Yeah. <laughs> guys, come on. Guys, he has an above ground pool. He's not going right. to buy me a car. Maybe a scooter, but <laughs> a Vespa. Yeah, I think some of the suggestions were good. Jeremy out there said that rubber band collection starter kit. That was nice. Well, that would have been clever. <laughs> uh, we had a Zizzle machine rethemed to The Nordman Begins by Ryan. <laughs> That was, I like that one. Uh-huh. Uh, that that's clever though. You'd have to hunt for a zizzle at this point. <laughs> They're Very probably rare. expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Very rare. I love that Lisa Castleman said it's Castleman approved at Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> that's <was a> good one. <laughs> Those well, they aren't doing another run until twenty twenty three. So I know. Yeah. So too hard to get. Carrie Wing was good. She said uh, very practical uh, young lady. She said a stern insider connected kit, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to jot that down for another gift. That was a good you know, idea. I, I, I could see it. I, I could, it was just it would sit right there next to like a shaker motor for yeah, a yeah. spike game because right. I don't own one. Uh-huh. It's like, are you dropping hints that I need to buy from flipping out? <laughs> Get me an insider connected kit with no game. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> no game. Oh, that I can, her I can use her husband, Mike Kassman, said there's nothing like a good read for Christmas. And it was a book titled Profiting from Market Trends. Oh, that was a good one. Jordan Jordan Berger said a screaming goat. Uh, James, our friend James, said a second Gottlieb hoop so that he can link them together with a special topper. <laughs> yes, yeah, special about topper. That? Yes. And he also said a Pizza West gift card, which I thought was very practical and a probably good idea. Still, you lose. Um, let's see. Michael Jones said a pair of underwear with a and a Nordman art print. I like it. Oh, Jay Sellers with the burn here. He, he said a gift, huh? How about a sense of humor? Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> so mean. Then he followed the up second with, funniest person in pinball. He wanted to wish you uh, a very Merry Christmas. Thanks for all that you do. Well, it's too late. Kevin Hart said a, uh, a PS5. Well, I'm not. <laughs> I actually I had a friend of mine said, Zach should have got you a PS5 so you could have given it to me. Oh, yeah. Because well, <laughs> I, uh, I usually only play one console per generation. So with the Xbox, I wouldn't. I'm not in the market for a PS5. But Our friend Lucas said a portable stripper pole. Ooh. Why would I need a second? Oh, there it is, ladies you see, and see, there have been assumptions made. There it there is. Uh, you know what? Made. We have two winners. Do we? Yeah, because Dylan uh, Dylan on here did say a smooch. 
I didn't even see that. And I just oh. announced that was the 12th gift. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to get you out of prize there, Dylan. Our other winner was Tim Lee. Tim? Tim Lee with his podcast over on The Poor Man's. So mm. congratulations, Tim Lee. We will we will announce what, uh, what you were correct on. But first, I started, I was above the weather one night, and uh, a little pun there, and started just ordering Dennis some movies that I knew would piss him off. Uh, but ones that he should see over and over, and, and those include Toy Story. I've seen it. Toy Story 2. Haven't seen it. Yeah, it's, it's classic. Toy Story 3. Haven't seen it. It's greatness. Toy Story 4. Never will see it. Still holds up. The Goonies. I've seen that several times. Yeah, you see it a couple more. Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I have not seen that mm, one. Jim Carrey's phenomenal. Interstellar. I, uh, I'd only seen that once. I actually have watched this now that you sent it. Oh. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Better than Event Horizon. You, you still can't. No, it's it's a good movie though. It is good. Uh, um, I still, I, I, they couldn't get the robot sounds very well balanced. It's hard to hear the robots. He's so good though. I forgot what his name was, but oh, probably my favorite Tars. sci-fi film. Yeah, Tars. Tars. When he's oh my gosh, when you get that organ in the background and he's just treading on that water to go get the oh, oh. so good. He's like organs. There was an awful lot of organ music. Yes. You no, know, I shouldn't have got. That's I shouldn't have great. sent you a, a, a Hamilton pilot. I should have sent you the Hamilton Field Murph. Oh, the Murph. Murph. They they mm. that was a prop watch for that movie and it was so popular it took them years but hamilton actually made okay. one actually made one yep and the second sand has the morse code on it in loom oh to glow i'm gonna watch that film tonight again Dan. and then i had to get you the classics adam sandler's that's a billy madison and happy gilmore yeah i've seen i've seen a lot i happy gilmore i think is a true classic i actually am not a huge billy madison Ooh, fan uh really? i know most people think that's his best movie but i i don't this is it's one of his better movies but not one of his best Mm. not his best happy gilmore is his best it can be our milk <laughs> and then uh, and then uh so those were the films and then uh tim lee was correct i did get you a pair of your very own probably first air jordans yes wow as a ute i never wore high tops or anything that came up high on the ankle because they hurt my uh, ankles so yeah and i always I rolled out air jordans um but I, I've put them on, and they don't seem uncomfortable to adult ankle Dennis. So I love that uh, Dennis's practicality listener because I, I did message him after he received them, and I said, "Look, I, I this is more of a joke, not I mean, a joke, but not a joke. I know that you won't necessarily wear these or like these. You did talk about the high top thing, and I was like, okay, well." It is what, eh, almost a mid, it's a high top. And I yeah, said, it's, it's, it's not as high as I thought it would be. It's yeah, it's sort of a mid high. And there's a couple things I told you. I said, look, this is, um, yeah, there's like is, rules. You're like, are, these are really like a dry weather only it's shoe. A dry weather only. They love These asphalt. are really like an indoor house only shoe. They don't like a lot of activity or bending. Like you don't want to crease they're your jeans. They're called Air Jordans, but they're really more like, like Air <laughs> Jodies. Air Jodies. And it, I, I said, you know, don't get them wet. They're like grim don't feed them after midnight but please for the love of everything they don't like grass they don't like dirt and they are not going to be comfortable they're not they're developed and designed in 88 and not a lot has changed uh, i i did try to <laughs> they're not going to be comfortable basically they're, not, they're no. stilettos no <laughs> they like, are they are the, the man's version of a stiletto and i said they're <laughs> special <laughs> event shoes and uh, so i gave you all these warnings and and all of that i did 
I think I, I nailed the pairing because I have a fun time nailing the pairing of a person and their personality with a pair of Jordans. So for Dennis Creasel, uh, I gifted the iconic Jordan 3. Very, very iconic, classic, classic shoe. Um, probably one of the greatest designs ever uh, in, in, in sportswear and in, in sneakers. And very iconic Jordan 3 in the racer blue colorway. I was jealous, Dennis, because I want a pair of these so, so bad. They're dead stock. So for those sneaker heads out there, they are dead stock. You can't, uh, I think that was a 2021 late or early 2021, 2020 release. So you cannot find them, but it is a perfect matching with Dennis. Not too crazy, not too wild, but still it will turn heads. It will get attention uh, from the people out there. You might get laid wearing those. That's just a warning for you, Dennis. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I often carry a lot of risks. And you came back and you were like, it'll be my everyday shoe. And I'm like, what? Like, yeah, that you're very practical. Yeah, I don't really have special occasion shoes, but <sighs> but I didn't turn them into the mowing shoes. Thanks. Because you said don't use them in grass. Oh, those poor things are going to look like shit in a month. No, they'll be fine. <sighs> and then I'll put them on the other side. I'll see. I might have another. I think I actually have another pair of Nike shocks I probably could get out. Yeah, we'll they're probably about as uncomfortable as shocks. <gasps> But yeah, if you if you would be so kind, we would love a picture of you wearing these shoes at some point. We'll throw on Facebook. Yeah, I have one. They're so beautiful. I want a beautiful shoe. Also beautiful. I found you. This is the hardest gift of all for anybody this Christmas. I found you the limited edition Step Right Up watch uh, that mm-hmm. was artwork that was by Ryan Clater. That was not an easy task. I forgot you even knew about that. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't forget about my Din Din and what he likes. I thought I, I thought you said you missed out on that one. and I, Yeah, by about an hour, unfortunately. I knew the day it was going to go on sale, but I wasn't ever given a time. And oh, yeah. it, they're based in London. So they like launched it at noon, which was 6 a.m., and I didn't check the site until 7. Mm, and my naive ass just thought, no, I can, I'll just find one of the people has got yeah, one of these. Yeah, just find one. Yeah, just find one of the and it'll be fine. Oh, now, wasn't that easy, but we did find one, and special thank you to that person out there to help make that happen. Mm. I'm wearing it right now. Are you really? Yep. I picture you wearing this wristwatch and wearing especially these shoes. This is good taste. You're going to look fly, maybe a nice fade, new haircut. Just walking up in these fresh J's, kicking open the door of Pizza West during the next tournament, all I hear is this. Gossip, gossip, just stop it everybody know i'm a motherfucking monster i'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert i'ma need to see your fucking hands at the ah, concert. so good so 12 days of christmas we got two winners i'm going to send you guys out the brand new bedazzled <gasps> pinball show collector's decal those are not cheap no they're not you can also purchase them in on flippingoutpinball.com but yeah uh, you guys will have that coming out i'll contact I know Tim Lee's address. I'll contact the other person. And as a special gift, stay tuned very soon for the straight down the middle episode of uh, the surprise gift that I gave Greg Bone for Christmas. Mm. Should be a lot of fun. He's going to lose his shit. So do we have any correspondence? Yeah, we have a couple of correspondence. We did not issue correspondence gifts. Sorry, guys. You were on the naughty list. Uh, but let's see what they've got drummed up this week. Yeah. In our pinball beep, beep, news. beep, Hi, this is Ken Rudberg with your Jersey Jack update. For everyone interested in finding out how the Guns N' Roses pinball machine came to be, there's an excellent new video that has recently been posted. 
It's a presentation by the game's designer, Eric Menier, that he did at the Pintastic Pinball and Game Room Expo. It's called A Deep Dive into Guns N' Roses, and it contains a ton of details and background about the game's development, including sections on audio, animation, playfield design, art, and behind the scenes. There's a lot of insider knowledge about the game here, including why a specific poster was included on the LE cabinet and how the callouts were recorded with coaching from Eric. If you have any interest at all in Jersey Jack Pinball's Guns N' Roses, I would highly recommend checking it out. You can find it on YouTube by searching Deep Dive into Guns N' Roses Pinball. Rumors about Jersey Jack Pinball's next titles have been circulating for months, and there's a new one that pinball fans have been discussing. If it's true, be prepared to get an offer you can refuse. Yes, the rumored next title from Eric Menier is The Godfather. The discussion has been divisive, with some calling this a perfect theme that would allow for assassinations of rival family bosses in an attempt to take control of the mob. Others have called it an outdated IP with not a lot of action. I guess we can add this to the list of potential titles that the heavy-hitting roster of designers will look at next. Let's hope we get a chance to see a couple of them in the months ahead. And finally, our friend Ken Cromwell has released a holiday-themed podcast from Jersey Jack Pinball that contains wishes for the new year from many employees, including some of the more well-known ones like Pat Lawler and Steve Ritchie. It's always great to hear what's up at the company from Ken, and it's a feel-good podcast to start the new year. And I hope that all of your pinball wishes come true for 2022. For The Pinball Show, this has been Ken Rudberg. Hey, this is Kaz with a quick update on American Pinball. I reached out to Dave Brennan and Steve Bowden. They both informed me that American Pinball is trying to crank out games as fast as possible. And also there's a code update for Legends of Valhalla. It's version 21.12.30. It's got some bug fixes and additional updates for that game. Hope everybody has a great new year and has fun playing pinball. For The Pinball Show, this is Brian Costner. Well, Dennis, you know that Rush, the band, the Canadian band, the Mabels, mm-hmm. uh, yep. was announced by Stern Pinball this last week. A video teaser on December 28th with a likely reveal probably this <laughs> I saw a comment. So I saw the teaser trailer with the owl, and they go, is this Harry Potter? Oh, wow. <laughs> I saw a, a comment that said, oh, great, we got a Guardians of Gogogool or whatever that <laughs> film was. I like the owl. What else are they going to use? I don't, I don't know. I don't know anything about Rush. I know like two other songs. I know that Tom Graff loves them. Yeah. Matt Morrison is in love with them. Matt Morrison has been, he messaged me, showed me a picture. He's been wearing Rush different concert and album t-shirts and hats as a good luck charm that this game is going to be good. <laughs> he's like just praying that this game is going to be good. Uh, but So we did get that announcement this this last weekend, do you ex- what do you expect from this game? Do you expect I it don't. to be a hit? Do you expect it to be an underdog? Do you expect it to be a flop? Um, Without seeing anything, of course, this right, is Monday. right. Obviously, I, well, I haven't seen anything. Um, no, I, I mean, if I were to, if I were to g- go ahead and guess, I think that it will. You know, I don't know if I necessarily use the word underdog. I'm going to go ahead and say of the because it's basically a 2022 release. Obviously, it hasn't mm-hmm. come out. Uh, before we just saw the teaser in 2021, um, I think it will be the weakest of the cornerstones for 2022. 
How about that? Okay, so you're. But going, I don't think it'll be a flop. You're going loser kid winter curse. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't. It's not that I subscribe though to their their theory that there's the winter. Though there's some I, there's some logic behind it. There you know, back, is. Back in the you know we were talking about step right up earlier. Back in the wristwatch world, like January through April is a dead time for watches. Mm. Everyone who wanted to buy bought them for gifts for Christmas, and then until you get your tax return. Like oh. people just don't buy. Yeah, into so, Q1, ready right, to go. Right, right. So yeah, Q1 is a is a bad quarter for watch sales. So it would make sense as well for homeowners to b- behave similarly when it comes to pinball machines. But I, but setting that aside, I think the fundamental problem is it's the same thing with Iron Maiden. Despite it being a really good game, bands, especially as we've dug deeper into the barrel, <laughs> we have. have become. I mean. It's just they're just not they're not the strong sellers anymore as when it comes to using licensed IP. It's like bands are generally speaking the weakest thing to to go off of. Mm -hmm. Led Zeppelin is a more popular band than Rush and look at its sales. Yeah. The one exception was Guns N' Roses and that was because it's JJP and they threw, you know, they turned it into like a literal concert under glass. I think they kind of turned the page there with GNR. And it was a different experience than we've ever received in pinball, almost to the the degree of Waz's LCD, I would argue. So that, yeah, that was a bit different, a little bit of an outlier there. I think it moved because of what they did on the play field as in terms of features, not that it was GNR. But GNR is a huge band. Don't get me wrong. It was, I mean, and, you know, they had that unparalleled access with Slash in Mm -hmm. terms of basically carte blanche on being able to do anything they wanted assets, and i don't think yeah. that's going to be the case with rush i think gnr music is more popular than rush too so and, you know, it is it is rush is a is a well-known band i would rank that like <sighs> band wise i'm going to say they're more popular than iron maiden is but they're less popular than zeppelin they're less popular than acdc they're less popular than gnr mm-hmm. i saw you arguing with tom graff about <laughs> where their drummer lines up in the top one. Oh, we weren't arguing. Uh, Having a discussion. Bonham is the greatest drummer of a successful band ever. Mm. That's like, there is no debate. Mm. Pert's up there though. He, he was, Tom was arguing because I, as just an example, I gave him a list of Rolling Stones top 100, which he doesn't respect as a rag, which is fine. Yeah, but. he did laugh at that, didn't he? Oh, yeah. No, but I mean, even they, even if you don't like them, they still had Neil Peart at, what, fourth out oh, of 100? Yeah, sure. I mean, he was still way up there. But, you know, a band is not just its drum, drum line. No, no, absolutely Sadly. not. What about the guy from, uh, from Motley Crue? Come on. Uh, Big Dick himself. Is he not a good drummer? Yeah, you know, I don't know where he fell on the list. You know, Molly Crew would have probably been a better overall. Band probably fell choice. about twelve deep, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <sighs> I set myself up for that joke. Yeah, I think. Now the, I know. So you went ahead and did it. I think Rush is like, about. I'm setting as... myself up. I'm gonna. I'm gonna execute this joke. Do we know who's on rules yet? Now we don't know details yet. This is uh, we're recording Sunday for a Monday airing. I'm expecting a Tuesday showing of it. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I expect a Tuesday showing. I also would expect a John Borg design. I don't think we're really reaching there. He, uh, given how much he's posting about yeah. Rush now on his personal Facebook, yeah. Yeah. I don't know who's coding it. I'm guessing a Tim Sexton, if I were to guess. But I don't know. You think so? Yeah, he lost. Raymond Davidson did the last band, Pim. Uh, Do you think he might be the band guy? Raymond's now a band dude. He only gets banned. I hope not. I don't want Ray Day to get stuck on just band pins. He's typecast. Maybe it'll be a 
a group effort again, kind of like some of those were. I, 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 hmm. I don't know, but Tim Sexton's going to have to be doing something. Well, he lost his sure, designer. sure, but but it's been longer since we've seen uh, Lonnie Rop do code. Mm. Stranger Things was his last game. That's true. Tanyo. And and Tanya was busy doing the insider connected thing, but he's done with that now, right? Yeah, he's done with that. But and we know that. But he's how long ago was his part with that done versus when they needed to start getting the rules done for Rush? True. I don't know. Maybe he's on the next one. So I don't know. I don't even know. I, I'm hearing there's a new, maybe a new artist on this one. Mm. So we'll see what that has in store for us. New artist. John board games typically are difficult shooters. Uh, here as of late, he's he's made some tough shooters. And yeah, I'd say he's he's pretty well. I mean, he arguably, I would say he's probably of Stern's regular designers, known as being the most brutal on layout. Mm-hmm. And he's he needs to be careful because he's falling into that. Uh, he hasn't fallen into it yet, but some of the criticisms of a Steve Ritchie, very samey designs. So. Mm. Yeah, I did see on one of the probably was pinball enthusiasts, but I don't remember exactly. Someone had had put up a poll and it's like, so uh, which layout will this be reused from? Mm -hmm. Sort of. Is this going to be the, you know, Guardians sort of Iron Man? Guardians Metallica kind of thing. Yeah, it's going to be Flipper Tron Turtles. Yeah. I'm going to say, you know, he's done, he's done layout choice wise. I think he, he does more variety than. He's often given credit for, but I will I will typecast him and speculate that there will be a bash toy. Okay. He's oftentimes the the basher. He's sort of seen as the one who favors the bash toy above all others. I just hope they don't bash the poor owl. Hmm. <laughs> His head spins around when you hit him. <laughs> They'd be like Bobo from Clash of the Titans. Nope. No reference there. No. Unfortunate. None. Probably the book. Now too. that would be a good theme. You gotta do the '80s one though. Clash of the Titans, really? Yeah, mm. it'd sell Boswell's Rush. <laughs> Just so you would have the Bobo Owl, so his head could rotate around. I say that, man, but and the witches, the eye, the eye, give us the eye. What the? I don't know. Sounds like something off the Labyrinth. Now that's a film. Yeah, well, I mean, it's sort of same era, so I don't. Uh, I, I say I was teasing this. Uh, this being maybe not a big sales monster, but LEs are pretty much they're sold out to my knowledge. Well, they're, they're but they're always sold out. But they're, I, I think they're going to go 1,000 LEs again. Mm-hmm. And the demand's there. I think we may see another price increase for the LEs. Sure, why not? Oh. The LEs, LEs are just speculation fodder at this stage. People buy them for the hope to flip them. So they're going to sell no matter what the theme is. I'm thinking from Stern. From something Stern. tells me that they, over at Stern, uh, we'll talk about it market trends, but they've got LEs figured out and they know what these collectors really want uh in the looks of a game so something tells me that the ellie might uh might be a looker so we'll see we'll have to see what this new artist if it is a new artist does mm-hmm. and as you know they're going to be compared to all these other pinball artists who are beloved absolutely absolutely i think we're going to see the same pricing on the pro and premium uh as godzilla so no changes there we know that uh production likely going to start two to three weeks for the pros uh, remember, everybody, that the first two weeks of uh, of January, Stern Pinball does a shutdown for inventory reasons. So they'll probably start mid, uh, yeah, mid January on the pros, and then Ellie's will ship late January. Be on the lookout for brand new TPN podcasts that will likely cover all there is to cover on uh, the rumored John Borg's Rush by Stern Pinball. Also, another developing story we've been hearing 
is that recently on the YouTube channel Pinball Television out of, I believe, France, they interviewed uh, George Gomez. And George Gomez said on their program that he will be designing a game for Stern Pinball this year. And he said, you're going to see it toward the end of the year in 2022. He talked about it as if it was not planned that way, but circumstances arose that uh, required him to step in and design a game. My best guess, listener, this is likely George stepping in to design the game that Steve Ritchie was on. Do you like your homie gomi pen shaken or stirred? Insider Connect is still a huge thing in pinball. Mm. Finally starting to get the kits out there a little bit slowly. I get to answer that email 12 times a day. But somebody was telling me that the recent changes on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Dwight Sullivan coded TMNT, is kind of a game changer when it comes to Insider Connected. And that interests me. I'm going to look into this a little bit more, listener, but somebody said this one's kind of going under the radar and it needs to be brought to everyone's attention that uh, Dwight and team are kind of going out of the box for what Insider Connected is capable of doing with hmm. regard to upgrading your turtles. And once no. upgraded, starting new games and having that upgrade already intact kind of thing. I'd, I'd need more details to understand. Yeah, not, I, myself I don't as understand. well. But uh, all I know is kind of a game changer as told by somebody that uh, knows pinball very well. And they said, you know, upgrading your turtles and just having attributes are having things that you've earned that then go on uh, you're building them throughout the the, the lifetime of a, of a game or the lifetime of ownership other production updates so the insider connected kits as I was talking about listener they are just now starting to push out the consumer ones so operator ones have gone out they'll continue to go out to operators but the home kits are now kind of going out as well Again, supply issues are going to go out as fast as possible. They've been able to get some kits out, but we've got hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds ordered, and we haven't received even 100 yet, so we'll, we'll see. Other production updates. The Mandalorian Premium. If you've been waiting a year, it feels like. The majority of them were pushed again to February run. Damn it. It's going to come out after they finish doing a- Book of Bubba Fett. They got a couple in December, but last week here. But I've forgotten what Baby Yoda's face even looks like. It's been so long. Yeah, I forgot what uh, payments look like because everybody's backing out of theirs. That's uh, you can't pinball. People don't like to wait. Uh, I I don't like to wait. I'm with them. So yeah, we got Mandalorian premiums getting pushed back. We got Deadpool premiums getting pushed they were supposed to be done in december because they've already yeah been you were talking december i heard all these people online all excited about their deadpools they've already been pushed the, the six <gasps> months to december now they're going to get pushed to next year which means increased price which also uh, they're telling mm. us there's no eta at this point if this game gets pushed if its birth gets pushed any later it's going to come out ready to tend bar <laughs> Grab me a rag. I got to wipe the table. <laughs> yeah, I'm very concerned. Oh, yeah. I think uh, Deadpool Pro and Premiums were slated to run this next summer, 2022. So I'm, I am i don't know. Maybe it gets pushed all the way to then. I, I have no clue. So you're seeing prices of Deadpool skyrocket right now. January, like I said, we're looking at that stern shutdown. And then the second half of that is going to be 
uh, Rush Pros and LEs. February, we're going to get Rush Premiums, and then you're going to get another run of Mandalorian Pro and Premium. So those premium pre-order people, don't fear. You're going to get yours in February. In March, they're going to roll out some Godzilla Pros and Premiums, as well as another Avengers Pro and Premium run. And then April, we'll probably see some more Rush Pros and Premiums, and then a run of Jurassic Park Pro and Premiums. So that's your Q1 schedule update for Stern Pinball. Speaking of schedules, yeah. man, consistency over at Straight Down the Middle of Pinball Show. Did you check that out? <sighs> Two new videos. I haven't seen them yet. I've seen them on my YouTube feed, but I have not watched them yet. But I, you guys have had a couple videos come out. That's right. Godzilla Review. I think we're at pushing <coughs> pushing over 10,000 views the first week. So people are liking that one. Mm-hmm. And well, then, you are a very popular channel. Oh, yeah. B Plus Greg is at it again. And uh, he's wrong, and I'll tell you why in that video. Go check that out. As well as the top 10 most anger-inducing pinball machines. Mm. Any come to mind, Dennis? That, uh, yeah, you just Walking think- Dead, Flash Gordon. Okay, Walking Dead, Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon, uh, spoiler alert, didn't make it. It should have, but it didn't. I discussed it, but eh, didn't make it. Uh, but Walking Dead did, absolutely. Mm. But uh, I bring it up now because the number one, is a stern. The Walking Dead's a stern. Hmm. And I will say that I think you own two of the top ten that we rated. I own two sterns. Yeah. Hmm. Star Trek is definitely not in that list. No, I was gonna say surely you wouldn't put Star Trek in anger inducing. <laughs> it's a it's a relatively easy player. Oh, you can backhand an orbit on that ramp. <laughs> or yep, you can backhand an orbit on that game. You backhand everything on that game. Back into scoop. Okay. Okay. Well, I can't. I can't back into the scoop. But I can back into everything else. On that top ten most anger-inducing pinball machines list on Straight Down the Middle, Dennis. There's also maybe a couple Jersey Jack pinball machines. Mm. Wow. I know this last week correspondent Ken Rudberg shared with us that Godfather listener is rumored as Eric Menier's next game. Godfather. Yeah. Yeah, I talked a little bit about this in Rumor Corner on Eclectic Gamers Podcast. That's right. You heard it there. What do you think about the theming of Godfather for pinball? Not great. I don't either. There's so many other mob things that I think work better. Godfather is such a drama. I just don't. It's it's iconic. Uh, I can think of all sorts of cool imagery you could embed in it. But, I mean, I don't know. If a lot of people haven't seen Godfather. It really... It's mostly talk. That's really what it is. Do we get a horse head anywhere in that game? Sure. Yeah, I think so. You think so? Yeah. How are you going to depict that? It. I mean, it won't be like realistic. It'll be weird. Cartoon horse head? <laughs> like Bojack Horseman? No, I think it's going to look like a like a like one of those stupid horse mascots from football games. I want it to look like really fake. Uh, here's the other thing. If you do go Godfather, yeah, you got to have assets. Or do you go like open world Godfather? Like Mafia the video game? Well, and there were some Godfather video games. Oh, okay. But surely they're not doing that. Were they you any wanted good? To, you want to tie it to the movie. People don't know the games as well. Yeah. It's not like Deadpool. We're going to get the theme song, which is really pinball-esque, let me tell you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, did, didn't you want to, didn't that feel like multiball to you makes right you, there? It makes me want to go, a friend should always underestimate your virtues and an enemy overestimate your faults. I think I said that right. You're not going to get any of the major actors to do the call-outs, so... Why Godfather? I... It's, 
other than it's super famous. I mean, it was Best Picture, and Godfather 2 was Best Picture. So was I mean, Citizen Kane. They're great movies. Like, <laughs> they are truly great movies. If you have not seen Godfather or Godfather Part 2, I do highly recommend them. Sure. They're uh, phenomenal. I, I I probably rewatch them once every year, year and a half or so, but uh, not three. I don't rewatch. I own all of them, but but I watch those two. Do you think you get um, Godfather three in this? <laughs> God, I hope not. It's it's probably maybe Godfather three isn't as terrible as I remember. It's just uh, well, I remember Sofia Coppola could not act in it at all. She's just truly awful, and she's a great director, but she can't act. She couldn't mm. act then, at least. And it's just. Now that one has action. That's got like the sure. attack helicopter okay. that shoots up the room and stuff. But no, it's just no. It's it's no Goodfellas. What, yeah, it's like Goodfellas, Scarface, Casino. Yeah, there's a lot of. Yeah, them. I mean, well, look at how Sopranos worked. Oh, you, Sopranos, you know, it's yeah. like it, I could I so could go for another Sopranos then, honestly. There's so many mob uh, themed ones that are just more encapsulated to that kind of you know. Rough and tumble shootout style thing, or you want to do something, do something like uh, the Untouchables or something. Uh, maybe, maybe Paramount made uh, JJP an offer they couldn't refuse. Soon to be on Paramount Plus, the Mountain, the, the Yellowstone Channel. <laughs> what else can you get? You know, Yellowstone's really good. Have you seen it? I've heard. I've heard. It's really good. Greg tells me uh, that. My that, family tells me that. Yeah. Re- yep, Yellowstone. Okay. Uh, really good. And, uh, but what else is on bar rescue? They could do bar rescue. <laughs> John, John oh Taffer will do the call outs. I do, he will. I just want my Al Pacino yelling at people. I don't want the subdued Michael Corleone. Like, <laughs> son of a woman. We'll do son of a woman. They pull me back in. Like, that's what I'm wanting. I'm going to teach you how to tango. Oh man. They should have done Hoorah. Donnie Brosco. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I can't get Johnny Depp. That's heat. Right. They should. There you go. <laughs> Do Pacino heat. and De Niro. Heat. Do insomnia. Like, geez. Oh, yeah. Insomnia. What is this? And then everyone's going to be sad because you can't have Robin Williams, but. Man, every, any given Sunday. Like, come on. <laughs> is this? Sin of a woman. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. So we, uh, the rumor I'm going to get expelled out of my rich prep school. <laughs> Not my problem. We're going to New York. Oh my gosh. Is Fredo going to be in here? <laughs> yeah. Fredo. Oh, maybe. Is that, that guy still alive? Maybe he could do the call out. Because I don't know who fantastic. else you could get. Fucking traitor. Oh, okay. Uh, so Godfather. That's, that's that. Okay. <laughs> or maybe they'll implement the triple spinning cannoli. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, your so joke sorry. of the week right there. Nicely done. Oh, man. <laughs> On my daughter's wedding day. Oh. What, are the, what are the modes going to be? <sighs> Escape Cuba? I don't... <laughs> what? So... How did this license it? This I don't want to. Uh, I, mean, I don't want to stereotype, but Jersey Jack seems like a regional area where they uh, might well, think this now, is a great now, idea. The Corleone family was a New York family. Okay, well, Jersey, New York. There's a bridge, right? There's a river. <laughs> there, there is a bridge. Okay. 
maybe, just maybe, that's why they're not doing Beach Boys, right? Like that's why they've reached out to do Godfather. <laughs> oh, talk about Dad Rock when we start seeing hey, Beach Boys. Fucking Bo- sign me Be- up for a Beach Boys pin Be- today. I know more of their songs, so today. Uh, I love the colorful clothes you wear and the way the sunlight plays upon your head. A Jack Winery had to be behind this one. Had to, had to be. There's some kind of deal made that I don't want to be privy to regarding after, Godfather's After election. I'm dead, a man will approach you with an offer. That man is a traitor. What? I, I got a twippy you can't refuse. <laughs> All right, we'll see. I hope it knocks my socks off. Eric, man, your games generally are full of stuff, so... We we shall wait and see on that one. I I still wish there was rumors of Avatar. I hope that's true. We already had an Avatar. Uh, pin. Give me more. Give me more. Maybe Avatar. after the new movies finally come mm. out. There's like three or four more coming. They've been saying that for years. I know they're going to be years. sensational. All right, Jersey Jack also had a just a wonderful end of the year podcast episode with Ken Cromwell and JJP employees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. that was that was great. I want more of that. And if you guys listen carefully, a couple little nuggets in there, too. I see you, Crommy. I see you. A couple nugs in there. I love my Crommy. What can I say? Spooky Pinball. I love Spooky Pinball here recently, too. Mm. They get a new code update for Halloween and Ultraman. You love code updates. I, yes, I love code updates. So for this one, they're adding new content. So some depth here that I can appreciate. Two new expert-level modes in each game, both uh, Ultraman and Halloween. They even... I think it was a nice touch. Bug did a video posted by Spooky Pinball on YouTube to explain these new features. One of them is like mm. called Stalker Mode. Stalker. So does Ultraman stalk his prey or what? I don't know what the Ultraman counterpart is, but the Halloween oh, okay. is Stalker Mode where there's like four quadrants and uh, there's Michael's in one of the quadrants uh, based on uh, area of the play field and you are signified by Lori in another one and he will... He will go around, and if he gets in your quadrant, you got to hurry up before he kills your ass, and you can mm. try to kill him. It's, eh, I, I'm telling you, listener, I'm telling you right now, don't have any preconceived ideas about this game until you get some good time on it, because this last weekend I had over, I feel like Joel Engelberth, I had my family over this last weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you had your family. One of them was engineering no, you a solution. I had my local pinball printer. buddies over. But let's see, had four of them over to play this for the first time. They put a healthy amount of games on it. And at the end of it all, two and a half said, this game is super, super fun and, and pretty novel. They really, really liked it. One doesn't like any spooky games. And the other, he was a halfer. He was like, no, I, I think I do kind of like this game. I don't know. It just keeps getting better. I enjoy playing it. It's brutal and it has a lot of effects. Now, I will say... I'm maybe exaggerating a little bit, Dennis, but every game you play, you got to pull the glass. That hmm. sucks. That's a lot of that's a lot of glass pulling, even if it's not quite every game. Yeah, and I need to just sit down and actually tune mine in. But yeah, pulling glass for whether it's the subways that come up in the in lanes or ball subways. Traps. Yeah, ball traps in the subways. Hey, you know that's my idea of a mode. Have it so Michael's hiding in one of the subway scoops. <laughs> And if you hit the, if you, because the odds are like one out of what, 19. And if you hit that one, you die. 
He's basically Pennywise in the sewer. There's a theme. I've got a balloon for you. I think that theme would work phenomenally. Oh, it? Yeah. Just, yeah, I think. I get, well, I have to hedge. You know, I haven't actually seen any of the It movies, and I only got about halfway through the book before what? I got bored. Yep. Shit. Okay. Yep. Well, I know. What I else was is reading the book in middle school, and I got about halfway through, and I hit flashback number four. I didn't deal with flashbacks very well back then. And I was just like, I'm done with this book. Yeah, I didn't read. I didn't read any of it, but it is my favorite horror film series. And I just, I never caught the original Tim Curry miniseries. Oh, um, so. And so I never saw it, but it, it might not hold I up. I've seen the new one. I grew up on that, so there's just so much. But I knew there. because I had read the first half of the book. I knew a lot of the references because I had read them. Oh, okay. so, yeah. like I knew about the kid and the in the storm drain and all that. So and for, just, for whatever it's worth, uh, horror film fanatics out there, they're gonna get mad at me saying this, but the new it it holds up in in spades. It's it's really 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 good. It's it's reviewed well. I've seen that it reviewed well. It's almost like a fantasy type of horror film. I just, I love, well, it's Stephen King for you, but, all right, sorry. Classic Halloween. Okay. All right. Yeah. But this is Halloween. It's a true classic. Oh, you know what's what else is scary in the world of pinball? No. The Pinball Network stream channel has begun, and it's scary that even after we've already begun, we've already expanded we're working Ooh. diligently to add even more content for you, the viewer and supporter. Wow. Our sponsors are happy, too. They thought we were just going to do uh, five streamers over a five-day period. Nope. We are like, well, couldn't we can do better than that, right? Probably. Like Ishmael and Kingpin. The Amish do everything the regular people do, but and then another half. Yeah. So we had five. Now we've got nine. We don't have a cow. Zach, we have a bull. <laughs> Just so glad you know that film. Nine. Count them. Nine different streams each and every week. That means every day as an update, every single day, you're going to have TPN channel content. A quick mm. update to the schedule, Dennis. Sunday at 10 o'clock, 9 Central's Fliptronic. That's Jordan and Becca. Jordan and Becca from Fliptronic. Monday, 10 to 9 Central, we have Hottie from Frisco Pinball. Tuesday, 8, 7 Central, we have the Castleman's Mike Lisa Carter from the Pinballers. Wednesday, a double feature starting at 7.30 Eastern. Top Rope Pinball's Robert Byers. Followed up by Wednesday at 10.9 Central, Joel Engelberth from Triple Dream. How about Ann flipping out streams? We roll into Thursday with another double header, 7 o'clock, 6 Central. Chuck Wirt with SDTM Pinball. And then followed up by 10.9 Central's George Fisher from Don't Panic Flip. Friday night, you guys are hanging out on the weekends, ready to party. You can do so with Jordan and Becca from Hub Challenge at 5.30, 4.30 Central. And then Saturday late night, once you're super drunk or super high or inebriated in some manner, Tommy McNicholas is going to help sober you up. <laughs> Jedi McMuffin. That's a slate right there. Man, Dennis, we did it. That was my vid. I wanted all seven days filled. You did. And we come out of the gates like it. Mm. Thank you to our sponsors. And uh, I think they're starting. I think they started last night. We'll have, yeah, tonight. For those listening on Monday, we'll be hottie with Frisco. So this is going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yeah, I've noticed the YouTube channel's been getting a lot more subs Mm -hmm. lately. All those VODs, people. All those VODs you can check out that next day on uh, go follow, like, and subscribe to the YouTube TPN channel. And we can't talk about TPN without talking about the crystals. The 2021 crystals, the ballots have went out now to the vetted judging pool, right, Dennis? 
Yes, I did that while you were getting these show notes right. Woohoo! So all of you vetted judges out there, make sure to be as objective as you can, right? Really deeply think and consider. This isn't a people's choice. Anybody can vote. No, your gardener isn't voting here. It's you. And we very much, once vetted, respect your knowledge and opinion. Don't be a fanboy or fangirl. Yeah, the email reminds them about that. And uh, was uh, we had 55 uh, approved judges. I have a couple that wow. I didn't hear back from. And if I if I do in time and we're able to vet them out, we you know it might grow by a couple. But statistically speaking, that is a great sample size. Yeah, hopefully that last year we had 40 and all 40 did vote. So I'm hoping all 55 will. But okay. the window's pretty tight. We're closing it out Friday. So oh, I see. Okay, so good doesn't take long. I actually did my ballot this morning, but it, it, it doesn't take long to do. But it does take some time. I gotcha. And as a reminder, you listener can also participate in the crystals this year. Remember, the Pinball Machine Hall of Fame needs your votes. Voting is now open. It's going to close in two weeks. So get your votes in there. Uh, what that is, is picking in each era a machine that should be inducted into the Pinball Machine Hall of Fame. Last year, we got one machine from each of those uh, eras. This year, we're going to be, it's going to be second class of the Pinball Machine Hall of Fame. So you got to do that. That's so much fun. You can catch the link of that voting process on Facebook. So the Pinball Network on Facebook or likely at the pinballindustryawards.com. Or I think we have the pinballmachinehalloffame.com. Yeah, yeah. There's a domain for it. So go check it out now and let us know. Email us at thepinballnetwork at gmail.com. Let us know what you, uh, what you went with. We'll talk about it maybe next week. Also, another award ceremony coming up very soon, the 2021 Twippies. Twink. Boink. I think this is Boink. the what, a fifth I don't know year? a good sound to do for them. Fifth year? The sound for the Twippies is a crashing of a Franchi foot onto a plastic trophy. That was that was humorous. <laughs> I, I know people, I guess, weren't in the room, didn't understand what was happening, though. So. I thought it was super obvious that he was just joking in in the room. Maybe it's something that's lost on TV. I'm not sure. Yeah, but uh, pinball people aren't the most, you know, pinball people are very literal. No, well, no, that's true. I found that I, I've, I've always, though this is, I'm sure, true for everything, but I found there are a surprising number, to me, surprising number of people that don't seem to have a sense of humor at all. Yeah. So, yeah. But the Twippies are coming, and uh, the favorite nominees were announced. They do that pre-voting where mm. they do a the, you open vote, and then the top 10 from those open votes will be in the actual ballot that you can right, drop right, down. Right. Check on. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. I found that um, this very much differs for me, Dennis, from the Crystals and, and kind of why there is a different award vision there, I guess, uh, where it's, I don't know, this year there feel, felt like there every year is going to be some snubs, right? It happens in the Oscars and everything. Some snubs in my opinion this year as well and that's why there's two different awards mm. but yeah well i i wouldn't say the pinball industry awards exist because of the snubs and the favorites but, no 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 but the approaches are pretty different i mean uh, and obviously on pinball industry awards we really shook up from how we did the excellence awards last year versus mm -hmm. this year you know this year now the category judges are making the selections and they're going to do sure. write-ins just flat out write-ins and we'll see <laughs> we'll see how that works because i have no idea how that's going to turn out yeah and i, um, I think we all agree the crystals are going to continue to change over the years we're going to morph well, just into like, what they you know, need to be. I know the Twippies have evolved mm -hmm. with, you know, they make changes based off of stuff as well. But yeah, just like with any, you know, whether it's a people's choice or not people's choice, when you come out with a list of stuff that people that are going to be eligible out of a larger collective list, 
there's always going to be the the issue of the snub. Sure. That's sort of inevitable. I actually haven't gone through any of this other than uh, someone posted on the on the TPN Discord, the the podcast one. So that's like the only one I've really mm-hmm. looked at. Yeah, I can't I can't say that this isn't they're not correct people in there, but it just it still kind of kills me that it feels sometimes like some spam vote. Like you can just you can get in there if you really work hard enough at it. Well, I don't know, I don't know how many vote. You know, that'd be interesting. I don't know if they published it or not. How many people submit in the pre-vote? Like I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. For either. example, I have before. I did not this time. I did go there. I think on the last day because I realized I hadn't looked at the first list and it wasn't alphabetical. And I thought I'm not hunting. Yeah. <laughs> and I closed Good it. Point. I was like, no, I don't have the time for that. So, uh, so the top ten uh, Twippy nominees for their favorite categories: streamer, Buffalo Pinball, Dead Flip. Flipping Out Pinball, Fox City's Pinball, Tom Graham, Hot Nudge, IE Pinball, Carl D'Angelo, Canada's Facebook Live, Laser Los, Laser Los is probably streaming right now, Loose Flip, and RB Flip France. Okay. Good list there. I, It's hard for me to award this category without listing the likes of Mystery Pinball Theater 3000. I think it's a snub for Manu. Um, he is moving the industry uh, with just his work alone. As well as Don't Panic Flip, Georgia Don't Panic Flip. I, I don't know how you list 10 without listing him. Fliptronic wasn't in there. They were in there last year. And Hub Challenge. Uh, those four are huge uh, pinball streamers. But who would you kill to put them in? Because someone oh, has to die for another for that, to huh? Oof. Mm. Yeah, I can. I mean, I see one, two, three, four, five. I. I'm going to tell you right now, sorry, Joel, and sorry, Beatty and Bill. Flipping out pinball does not deserve it over mystery pinball, and and don't panic flip. They just, they, they don't. Um, but maybe I'm biased there. But, yep, I eh, I don't know. Podcast, top 10 back box pinball podcast. Brody even talk pinball. Canadian pinball podcast. Loser kid pinball podcast. Pinball mag, uh, the pinball podcast. Not familiar. <laughs> I think I got abbreviated because it's so long. It's pinball, pinball news and pinball magazine. Pinball podcast are our podcast, not pinball podcast. No. The, oh, <laughs> no. Are you sure though? There's a, oh, I thought it might've been the France one. Uh, then I'm not sure. The only one I knew of was okay because that's I guess that is different because there is P- pinball, pinball mag news and is pinball a, magazine podcast, which is a different name. It's huh, I okay. know that there's a YouTube called Pinball Mag. Okay, and it's a po- they have a podcast. Yeah, interesting. But I don't know if it is. I'm really bad. I like I've added no pinball podcast this year because my travel has been non-existent. So I've actually mm-hmm. just slimmed down as shows have died. I've just not replaced them. Yeah. At least not with pinball shows. Yes, I don't know if. Oh, that's interesting. So I don't know. Huh. Okay. I had assumed that this was Martin and, and Jonathan's. It, and it may be. Maybe I'm. Okay. So for a favorite YouTube channel, it just says Pinball Mag. So mm. maybe that is different from, I just thought it was the Pinball Podcast. Oh, I just <laughs> thought that there was only so much room allowed. So it was going to say like Pinball Magazine, Pinball Podcast, but that's not actually the name of the podcast either. Yeah. I believe it's, it's Pinball News and Pinball Magazine podcast yeah uh, nor is it anyway. really that great if i'm being I honest know. anyway so I, don't I, I don't know what it is if it's not them so okay i don't know uh but so we had those uh let's see pinball profile jeff tillist silverball chronicles from tpn well deserved there the pinball show the slam tilt podcast good to see those guys in there the super awesome pinball show which kind of a dead show was in there but 
the snubs for me, Dennis? Well, see, I thought this list looked uh, less snubby than last really? year's. I did. Yeah, last year's didn't have Loser Kid and didn't have Silver Ball Chronicles. No, okay. And I thought I thought that both because they were full full year podcasts and they had I mean Loser Kid had a lot of big interviews last year and Silver Ball Chronicles uh well I mean we we know from behind the scenes but it's an immensely popular sure. show uh I mean a lot of people who hate pinball podcasts like Silver Ball Chronicles because it's actually talking about something meaningful sure, sure. not just like what we're doing it is so. it is well 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 done so anyway so anyway to me those were like when I looked last year I was like those two should have been on the well, list well but that's what's and, tough for me though Dennis uh numbers don't lie and final round pinball podcast I guarantee you has more listens than the majority of those podcasts. Sure. But, uh, but it's not about who just has the, you know, it's not a, otherwise no, I'm it be saying numbers as a submit reflection. your analytics and then they'll just put the sure. top, you know, most I'm listened saying numbers as a reflection, a measurement of popularity. Hmm. Final round pinball podcast is a damn good show. And I, I don't know. I, I listen to all pinball podcast final round should definitely be in there surprised that poor man's pinball podcast wasn't in there a lot of changes this year nonetheless yeah i didn't know when they had their changes and if that made a made an impact and triple drain i didn't i didn't know what getting in there because they're new yeah but, too, i i wasn't surprised it's too new but again numbers don't lie on that one either as a hot podcast so sure man yeah, i'm just i was surprised to see super awesome pinball show to be honest with you i i Again, I think they uh, barely met criteria. Barely, I don't remember. I didn't. I mean, I didn't check what the cri- what what the criteria for the Twippies were. All I remembered was that the show under the structure that I was listening to ended really early in the year, and I, when they said that the show was done, I ended my subscription. So I haven't heard anything. The tough part this time of the year is always with these damn podcasters, media people. Why are we so difficult? We got ransoms out now. Ugh. That's what Saps was. I saw him Facebook Pinball ransom. Instead of like saying, like, you know, we we didn't do that much this year. To, come on, they said vote for us for best podcast, and if we win, we'll be back with a biweekly show, specials, and other cool stuff. All caps. Bring back super awesome. So you heard it there on their Facebook. In order to hear their podcast, you have to pay a pay. No, you have to vote for them as the best podcast. See, like that shit. Come on. Come on, Franchi. Well, you know, I did a ransom once. Uh, <laughs> and I don't like ransoms because they bite you and make you do something you don't want to do. That's so true. for those that don't remember, way back in the day, I was co-hosting <laughs> on a show called The Twip Podcast. Mm-hmm. And I decided that I would uh, help drive up some. And I don't even know why I did it because I didn't get a share of these sales. But it's like, I'm going to help sell <laughs> those market trend shirts. And so I said, hey, you know, they sell, what was it, 75 or 50, 50 shirts, I think it was. I do a market trend thinking there's no way that people are going to buy this T-shirt. Mm-hmm. And then, you know what? Guy, his name's Neil, yeah, punished me. He did. Punished me. And I had to research this stupid market trend thing and do a market trend. And so the moral of the story is don't do ransom stuff because if you don't want to do what you're saying you're going to do, if you do it and then you have to and you're like, yeah, this sucks. We'll see because Super Awesome is going to be back regardless, guys. So it doesn't matter if you vote for him or not. But I don't know. Favorite YouTube? That was a normal list of people I would expect to see. Um, Mm -hmm. Nothing really big there. The only thing I will note on... YouTube, this happened last year. I tried to tried to stop it from last year, but uh happened again. Flipping out pinball. 
thank you guys for the votes uh, for getting into that top 10 favorite YouTube channel. I will say, however, um, I, I checked a couple times now. Flipping Out is not eligible for this category. So it is taking a spot, unfortunately, uh, that it shouldn't be. So do not vote for Flipping Out Pinball for the Twippy's favorite YouTube channel. Please do not vote for that. Uh, nine, nine, nine. Don't, don't, uh, they don't, don't fit criteria there based on the number of videos. So don't vote. Don't vote. Don't vote. If you want to vote for YouTube, vote for one of the other nine that are there. Except for, let's see. Ooh, Marv Loco's in there. I like Marv Loco. And Papa, T- see Papa TV. I have to check that. Pa- the hell's Papa TV do? Do they do the tutorials maybe still? I, you know, I think I saw one come out. I didn't watch it. The criteria, man. I was fighting I for that when I was. I don't at know. Twitter, I don't. So I don't, I don't vet get this it. stuff. Papa won one year. They weren't even eligible. Pinball Mag. Uh, they do have subtitles. I watched that the other day. I like that. Straight down the middle. Tilt. Tilt's doing some good stuff. TNT. He's kind of due. Todd Tucky over there. Carrie Hardy's good. Buffalo Pinball's great. Abe flips a lot of good tutorials there. And favorite accessory, I, I was just chuckling because they have favorite mod nominees. Those right, are right. from, you know. Um, Those are, th- are, is that mods or third party and accessories? Yeah, that's are third first party stuff. Part, okay. They call, okay. They're calling mods. I get it. Accessory, they're calling the manufacturers making these things. But then I was really confused because they have Pinwoofer in here. They have Scorbit in here. And I'm like, well, but isn't that a mod or a, it's a mod? I don't know the different the, the definition. Well, like of mod. Scorbit, like it comes in integrated on JJP games, but then but it's Pinwolfer a separate mod doesn't. if you want it. If you want it with well, but Scorbit's weird because it's like straddling both lines because mm-hmm. it's a mod for non JJP games, and then it's with JJP games, so it's like both. Sure, why not both? That is true. So I don't really understand that one. I saw Invisiglass by JJP, and I'm like, oh, they invented it. I but. What? I, why is Invisiglass in there? I why don't not? No, it's weird. It's not a new mod. Invisi- maybe it's maybe it's a new formula. <laughs> Extra Vizzy. I don't. I don't. It doesn't smudge. This is why I would. I always lose my argument. But it's like the same with the PIAs. I'm like, can we drop the accessory category outright? This is why I'm not a like part it. of awards because I can't get past decisions at times. I can't get past them. I don't. Uh, award it's hard. It's is. hard. I'll say it know, is hard, but it's doable. This. You get it's very well, doable. It's objective. I, there's decisions that are made that don't make. I don't sense. know. You, it's it's interesting where just in my own experience where you get bogged down on some of the smallest stuff because sure. of trying to. You're like splitting the atom here on some of these things. Yeah. Like I like the score bit one. I could it'd be like you don't want to list them in both, do you? No. So, but they qualify. In I could both, see, right? I could see the argument for it going so. into that category, but like Pinwoofer, I I don't get that. Pinwoofer. I don't get that. That's a mod, but maybe there's justification, and I am just blatantly wrong. Read the minutes. I'll probably be wrong on the next thing. Award season is hit. Is I want to just run down pretty mm. quick uh, some of our picks or what we would pick or who we think should be identified mo- mostly in these award shows. So. Um, for the sake of the differences between the Twippies and the Crystals, we'll just kind of talk about some of the game stuff and some of the excellent stuff in media. What about best theme, Dennis? Based on theme alone, this is uh, a Twippy Well, thing. yeah, theme alone, Mandalorian. Mandalorian, yes. Yeah, uh, it's so. it's the new hotness. I think And so. it's tied into Star Wars, which is the old hotness. So there you go. So that uh, Mandalorian may get a win there. Best animations and display? 
Uh, That's a tough one. We've got it, basically it, listener. We've got Ultraman, Halloween, Sorcerer's Apprentice, Silver Falls, Shoot and Scoop. These are multimorphic things. Legends of Valhalla by American Pinball, Jurassic Park, the pin version, The Mandalorian, Godzilla, Led Zeppelin. Yeah, I mean, I would probably go with Godzilla on this mm-hmm. just because I thought the clever use of the integration of those really campy clips mm-hmm. worked well without feeling like, oh no, we don't, we're not hearing like the dialogue, and we're not having bubbly Bobozilla and not stuff. going it's Halloween, not, huh? Right. Well, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've only on older code. I've watched some footage of the Halloween clips, and a- absolutely not. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely not. not. Yeah, give me Godzilla. They did a lot of custom work. I, I visually, I love the Mandalorian because it's got cut scenes from the stuff I love. Mm-hmm. But the work alone, objectively, I think it is without a doubt Godzilla. Light show. Godzilla's got a good light show. Led Zeppelin. Yeah, you know, actually, uh, for for pinball industry awards, because I've actually done my ballot, I can tell you, I abstained on this category because okay. I w- I wasn't comfortable picking. Halloween and um, Ultraman have really good light shows. They do, but so does the premium LE of Zeppelin. Yes. Yeah, with the expression lighting. But my problem is I haven't been able to play a premium Zeppelin. So I haven't gotten to, I've sure. only seen it on video. I thought it looked really good, though. So I leaned to that, mm-hmm. actually. But Legends of Valhalla? I, I, I didn't feel I could do it. Legends of Valhalla have all RGB. So Yeah. Um, yeah. Jurassic Park, the pen, I think, is pretty standard. Mandalorian is a, oh, it's Dwight Sullivan. That, I, yes. I like that uh, light I, show. I was, more I mean, Godzilla. For me, I was, well, for me, the three that I was kind of like thinking on was as long as Premium Plus, Zeppelin, uh, Mandalorian, yes, was on my short list. And so was Halloween. But Mm. anyway, so those are kind of like the three that I think are most likely to get it. But for me, Halloween is going to get there or Ultraman is going to get there. For me, it's not there quite yet. I would say personally, Godzilla is a great light show. Led Zeppelin is hard to not vote for. But uh, lighting for me is a moment, and the Mandalorian for me is they got so many lighting moments in that game. I have to go Mandalorian for. for I mean, it's and that's the one I'd had the experience on. So I've like on location, I've played it and gone into the mode, and the whole lighting scheme changes. Mm -hmm. Like you're in that cold blue when you're dealing with the ice spiders and stuff, and it's like it feels, you know, it just it ties it in really well. Ties the room together. Scope shot whenever you get those jackpots. Mm, That's a feel good shot. All right. What about uh, toys and gimmicks? Uh, Godzilla, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, any model because I think the Newton ball magnet. That it's phenomenal. And uh, yeah, even if you only pick one toy and gimmick, that would win. It's just right. But if you go into the premium, then you've got the cool collapsing building diverter mm-hmm. and the breakable bridge. So magnet it just it wins more. Uh, yeah, it just wins more. But. Yeah, there's no. That's not going to be a chase. Best theme integration. What sucks? Same for Godzilla premium. Uh, and above in particular because you the actual d- dropping of a building that's so godzilla dropping of a bridge is. that's so godzilla it is. defeating the shield it's just it just i just thought it there's did a lot of the integration best. there legends of valhalla eh. no Jurassic park band mandalorian was good no led zeppelin really does pull you in to that vibe yeah but what like what in a like theme integration i just uh Magic mystery tour spinner. That I think only it's going to go up on the expensive model. I, I don't know. It's going to go down to Godzilla. I, I, th- I don't think it's going to go down to anything. It will be Godzilla. It will that be wins. Godzilla. I don't think you should forget about Halloween there. The music, the lighting, 
It, See, it is uh, for theme integration, I, uh, as uh, I guess fair or unfair, everyone has their own opinion. My problem is the moment you stuck three Michael Myers toys on the play field, you took me out. But they have the hedge. That is an iconic scene. Yes, but they have three hedges, which is not the movie. It wasn't three mm, hedges. Okay. It was one. Okay. It was one hedge with one Michael not putting in three. I just, to me, it's it's weird. It's just weird. Yeah, I don't. It, it's I tough. think I think Zeppelin. Uh, excuse me. I think Godzilla wins this, and I think Mandalorian comes in second. Yeah, just for popularity's sake. Best music and sound effects. <laughs> Ooh, music. You and know, sound effects. now that's weird. Yeah, so, I know and they we, argue. You know, every year. like on PIAs, we carve it out. So, and I know some people disagree. I think Kerry Hardy last year kind of ranted about uh, when Guns and Roses yeah, of won course best, it's music. Be best music. Yeah. But I yeah. So for me, Zeppelin, which I love Zeppelin as a band, is best music. Uh, yeah, I didn't have Stairway in the in the game. They still had a lot of really good ones. Mm-hmm. So I really like listening to the Led Zeppelin pin because I like listening to Led Zeppelin. So music wise, I think I Zeppelin is a winner. Uh, sound effect wise, I gotta go Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sound <laughs> effects in Godzilla are phenomenal. Have they integrated that little girl yet into the game? No, I don't think so. Get her in the game. I, maybe. Uh, Led Zeppelin for music, yeah. You make the same argument I would make then. I, I mean, that's just, it's like, and, and that be, now, what do I think wins? I think Godzilla wins mm-hmm. um, because I think people liked how they integrated the Blue Oyster Cult song, and then people actually realized the theme is good too mm-hmm. of Godzilla's theme, and that works really well. So, like, I really enjoy the whole music, like, original music package of Godzilla. So, I think that's where the original voters will go. And I say I, I have not played Sorcerer's Apprentice, Silver Falls, or Shoot and Scoop, but. I have reviewed uh, plenty of video uh, and sound on that, so I'm mm. familiar. But those aren't even yeah, close. Yeah, I um that that what is it? There's a special Scott Denisi for uh for Silver Falls did a there's a genre Nick Baldridge oh, okay. probably shoot me a message because I can't remember it's like chill hop or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it didn't it didn't click with me when I heard it. I see. So so for me it was a it was it was different, uh, but not it didn't appeal to my yeah, taste. Yeah, if you're going music, give me Led Zeppelin. The sound effects give me uh, give me Godzilla, but my personal selfish pick again. I I'm in love with the callouts of Halloween because they're so campy and they're so bad that they're great. And me and my buddies when we were playing, but we talking but that Godzilla, voice you can time. put the callouts in Japanese. That's cool. And look, Mandalorian is great too. I love boom right when you're playing and well, and you see, you know, the in terms of callouts, and yeah. and that's the thing. It's like. Uh, if I were to carve it all up, it'd be like music. I'd do Zeppelin, uh, sound effects. I'd do Godzilla, and callouts. I would do Mandalorian. That's perfect. Yeah, we should, that's what we should do. What about best rules? Zilla. Yeah, absolutely. Come on. Come on. Yeah, best playfield gameplay and layout. Godzilla. Zilla. Yeah. Artwork. Uh, I, Godzilla will I win, would, but yeah, will I? I actually uh, am supporting Mandalorian on this. Oh, okay. I can. There's a good argument there, and and if it wasn't Mandalorian, I'd probably do Halloween. Halloween's a really good art package, uh, especially on the exterior of that game. And that's the thing for, for me, Halloween more so when we're talking uh, back back, you know, translate and and cabinet than playfield. Oh, Ultraman's but. probably good. The art, the main art on Ultraman. I don't know what this says about me, but it always looks like. It should be Ultra Woman, like with the breasts, like there's cleavage. I don't know some of the artwork. It's just. It's strange. I, Silver Falls, I don't even know if that <laughs> qualifies in Shoot and Scoop. Legends of Valhalla, that's not going to win. Um, Jurassic Park the Pin, could, you could argue. Johnny Crap, no, I'm going Godzilla. And if we're splitting this on artwork from, 
uh, like the crystals do from play field to cabinet. Is there any difference there? Oh, uh, yeah, that could be. I'm still probably going. You're probably still Zilla. Probably still Zilla both. Halloween uh, cabinet might make a run for it, though. Yeah, see, I, I would be more. I'm more supportive of Halloween for the for the. Yeah, you know, I was the same with Rob Zombie. Like, I thought the translight and the cabinet were really, really good. I did not like the playfield on Rob Zombie. Now, I don't hate the art on the playfield of Halloween. I just think that the rest of the package. But is dude, better, you're right. But, that Mandalorian artwork does make a good. Like, I'm just thinking of the just, translates and the back glasses. They are phenomenal. I, and that, I just thought it, Mandalorian looked really, really good. I really, really liked it. The and, turret on the LE with him, that big gun. Oh. And so it's just, it's, I just, I think it's a really strong package. I think in a, in a way it's a little underappreciated, but um, I mean, compared to other Star Wars art we've gotten before, I thought that it's an excellent, excellent job. And while I really like the, the characters and the integration in the art that was for Godzilla, for me, it's too Marvel method. So I'm not backing it. Okay. All right. And then game of the year is going to be Godzilla. Yeah. Good. Okay. What about the um, podcast? You go on the pinball show? Uh, I don't think we'll win, but you think you think that's that's where it's at, right? I mean, if I were, it's 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 it's, yeah. You're you're wanting me to say objectively which one of the ten would I pick? Yeah, I would pick us. Wow, um, because I think we're both consistent and you cover the meaningful news and and you just have to put up with some stupid jokes and. And uh, sound effect or voiceovers. Yeah, I'd say if judges. And that's what the show is. If judges do not vote for the pinball show, you're wrong. No. <laughs> and if, if you want better, and if you want better stupid uh, 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 <laughs> voice effects, uh, vote for Slam Tilt. I could see, I could see an argument for Slam Tilt uh, for the for the historical piece. I could. I don't s- think people vote for historical piece. No, for I, the, for mm-hmm. that argument, uh, you know, Canada to give him another win would be the historical argument as well. Yeah, he's been going for five years or so. Five or longer years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his uh, show started about a month before Eclectic Gamers started, and so, his is one yeah. of the most popular, most polarizing. One is Canada's podcast. I can see. I don't know if any of the other shows are polarizing. I can see an argument for. Well, it depends on if Scott Loser Kid is talking about Deep Root, but I don't think that was polarizing. <laughs> I, I think that was passionate. Yeah, <laughs> that's just passionate. I think that pinball. When it comes to pinball profile, I prefer Final Round and Jeff's tone. And, and content on that more so? Uh, yeah, I, I would agree with you, but that's I have a bias in favor of multiple hosts. I don't like single host okay. podcast okay. structure generally. Now, Pinball Profile is tricky because, of course, he's always got a guest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But because that's always changing, you don't have a consistent banter yeah. because it really yeah. depends on the other person. I think so that's just, just what I like to listen to. We're ta- if we're talking Twippies, I can see, see Silverball Chronicles making a run just because it is quality wise very good and probably uh, probably very important to the to the media pinball industry. Not portion. to be disrespectful to any other show, and a lot of these honestly I don't listen to. Um, I, I've I'll cut way back more. on the on my number of pinball podcasts, but of the list of ten, it's the only one that jumps out to me as being well researched. Okay, yeah, I can see that. I can see that, but uh, uh, we'll see. A uh, Canada for the Twippy Canada will win that one. And then for the crystals, I don't know. Crystals is usually more of a quality type of recognition, more so than listen numbers. Well, and because it's a write-in, you know, it could be beyond these these ten. Yeah. You know, a, a poor man's could end up in there, or sure. we just don't know. We just don't. Know. And hell, if it was listener numbers, the pinball show would win. <laughs> and and in terms of in terms of PIAs, I left it blank. 
Okay. Because because I'm on two different shows, so I've just felt like as a judge, yeah. I should stay out of that one. So I think things like Final Round and the Puppet Pals, uh, mm, mm, them Puppet Pals. Puppet Pals is not going to get it. No, they have enough episodes. No, 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 no. YouTube channel. I think we may see a Carrie Hardy win this year. You might. I think we may. Or Don't underestimate, even though the output has been critiqued quite a bit, that Straight Down the Middle is extremely popular when it does have sure. videos come out. Sure. So. We, I think I uh, counted we had close to 30. So, yeah, yeah 20, 30. That's not bad. That's not bad. We've, we did a lot of stuff that was more industry-focused kind of stuff. Sizzle reel, uh, you know. Pro- promo kind of stuff well right right and there'll always be some they'll be like they'll they'll miss the ye old days they'll be a a like me and be like a you know i'd rather see more this or that sure, this or that sure. than that but you know one person's this or that is another person's i'd rather just see more smoke effects yeah i mean uh, look i'm if i'm being objective abe flips and tilt and straight down the middle have the best quality and it's not close not even close the stuff that tilt's doing over there it's phenomenal. A flips, phenomenal, phenomenal stuff. Um, now, there's also though you want to talk about the historic pool. There's sort of the TNT. A lot of yeah, a lot of people are like TNT has been snubbed yeah. and must that the wrong must be righted. I think that he, he, I'm going to be real here. He peaked whenever there wasn't an award show, so he wins that. It's more of a you know uh, Todd wins that. It's more of a uh, recognition for all that he has done because every one of his damn videos is entertaining. Sure. Every one but you know, them. Hey, I mean, that was Denzel Washington's uh, Academy award for training day. And he's like, yeah, this wasn't my best role, but people yeah, were like, you've been the, snubbed so many other Leonardo times. DiCaprio reverent kind of thing. So yep. 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 Favorite website, pin side. I mean, who else is going to get it? Either pin side or, or twip yeah. will win that. Yeah. I don't think to, oh Twip won it last year, didn't they? Yeah, it did. Yeah, uh, favor. Well, but let's be fair. Twip hadn't done a damn thing this second half of the year. Uh, that's why maybe Pennside wins this time. Yeah, but. I don't even know why they're in the top ten. Like the things that just go dead for a long time. Come on, uh, favorite mods. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, on mods. I buy them all, so. That'd be tough. Leor's sculpted T-Rex head is really, really, really It's good. tough for a game-specific one to win. It is. But his, I think, could win. Like, Indiana Jones Disneyland Edition cabinet, again, no clue why that's in there. I don't think that's for sale. It was a one-off. It's not a mod. Come on. Sorry. You're getting your dander in it. I know. Dander. Should be a part of one of these things. Ah, damn it. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd go maybe... I like medicinal mod stuff too. The Grogu should win it, I think, because that was awesome. That you know that might actually because a lot of people were just pleased that it's like we we stuck it to the man and showed Stern how it's done. Yeah, yeah, and either that or Leor's. Leor's just personally just hard to deal with, and so I probably wouldn't vote for him. But uh, favorite accessories, insider connected. Yes, yes, I think so. Insider connected, homebrew. It's going to be Ferris Bueller winning that one for the Twippies. Um, mm. <laughs> give me Billy Madison, but favorite location, I don't know because I haven't been to all of them. Favorite convention. Maybe Jack Bar. They've been pushing for votes. I'm going to do a total bias here. District 82 doesn't buy for me, but Tom does. Jack Bar buys from us. I'm going to go Jack Bar here. Yeah, they're the only location on that list. What the hell, people? Definitely Jack Bar. Put in your vote now. Favorite convention. There was no TPF, so this is actually, it's going to be Expo. 
Un- That's my guess, yeah. The underdog for me is Pincinnati or MGC, but favorite competitive pinball player who gives a shit. Um, give me Ray Day all day for that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, probably be um, giving Ray Day as well. Favorite tournament nominees? I don't know. I don't play tournaments, so I can't say. Yeah, I'd leave it blank. Mobile app, who gives a shit? Um, and when I'm saying that, it's my own personal opinion. I don't mm. give a shit. Yeah, uh, Pendigo for me. Favorite topper? Ooh, now this is where I like it. I love that they still do, at Twippies, they still do favorite topper. You <laughs> got the Guns N' Roses Halloween, both. Eh. Indiana Jones was phenomenal. Led Zeppelin was phenomenal. The Stadium Topper by Pink Graphics for GNR, really good. Stranger Things was awesome. Ultraman. Mm, for me, it's between... Stranger Things, Led Zeppelin, or Indiana Jones? And I'm going to go, you know what? For me, Stranger Things. Absolutely, positively. Bringing back an old feature, that uh, that infinity lighting. I just, I love that thing. Stranger Things, yes, I'm sold on that. And two very appreciated uh, excellence categories in the crystals. We've got pinball writing. I haven't done enough research yet to accurately answer that one yeah you didn't uh, do any articles this year did you nope nope i didn't think so yeah i don't know about that one Uh, photography larson up there christian larson's doing some really good work up in the new york area okay and then also an excellence in pinball social media Mm -hmm. i like nap here yeah yes i like nap there nap arcade and then which i love this idea the harry williams pinball legacy award you don't have to say anything because you're kind of part of this, but um, uh, there's a there's a lot of people that like a lifetime achievement here that could fit into this. That's going to be a fun one there. So we go to the award show, and I'm excited about all of it this time of year, all the fighting and bickering and all of that. So there's some of Dennis and I's picks for uh, the award show, and objectively the right ones, of course. To end out the news this week, we got a couple cool IFPA announcements. They announced some end-of-the-year awards. Did you see these, Dennis? Mm-hmm. It's award season. Oh my yep. gosh. TPN's very own Ray Day is awarded the world's greatest pinball player for 2021. How good does that feel? Oof. Probably better than f- number two. Oh, that's not Josh Sharp, I don't think. But uh, we had IFPA's player of the year, Arvid Flygar, or Flygar. I don't know how they go there. Uh, so nice job, Arvid. And rookie of the year was Mike Weinberg. Weinberg. That could have been you if you'd only tried, Zach. Yeah, well. One day, Dennis. One day. It's that time of the week where we give you, we, where I give you the uncontended, undisputed, award-winning, if there was one, pinball podcast segment, not only of 2021 people, but let's not bullshit ourselves, which segment is better in all of history regarding pinball podcast. Is there one, Dennis? Hmm. Yeah. See, even practical Dennis knows that it's the winner. And it's Pinball Market Trends! Trending up this week, I gotta tell you, is April O'Neil. She got a makeover. I don't know if you checked this out. There's a thread out there where someone was doing, their name is Scandal. Scandalous. They were a scandal making this upgrade code for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles by Stern Pinball. They redid all of the animations for robot April O'Neil. Mm. And she, Robotech is not back now. No, she now is the highlight of this game. 
the most beautiful, probably, animation we've ever seen in a pinball game. That's a strong take, but one that's going to be hard to be argued. Go check out Scandal's coding mod for April O'Neil. Again, as a reminder, it probably voids your warranty and all of that stuff, but damn, it's cool. Also training up this week, we're talking about machines, it's the Stern LEs. We've done it before, but if numbers don't lie, and I can only report the facts, the facts are that training up are Stern LEs. Collect them all. That's what it feels like right now, because it doesn't matter what damn Stern, you list a Stern LE, and it's going to be going for way more than what MSRP was on it brand new. Even things like Aerosmiths are up. Even things like Led Zeppelins are selling for 12 grand a piece now. For some reason, Stern has cornered the market on the collectibles in the collector's corner. Stern LEs. Huge. Right now, I'm going to give you a quick rundown. Dennis, listener, I'm going to give you a quick rundown on the kind of secondary market price of these Stern LEs. Let's go down the list. Most recent one was Godzilla. Godzilla LE came out, what, 10500 right now? That's a $16,000 game. Wow. $16,000. What else we That's got right before that is Mandalorian. Mandalorians are selling for twelve dollars to $14,000 for an LE. Holy moly. Going whittling our way down. Led Zeppelin just seen one sell for, I believe, eleven dollars or $12,000. It's the going rate even on Led Zeppelin. Go down past that. Avengers Infinity Quest. That one's kind of plateaued. It hasn't seen the increase, but still, it was always like a an above $10,000 price. It's still $11,000 or so. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, it's kind of low one of the bunch, but you're still going to have to pay $9,500 to $10,500 for a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles LE. They're all up. Stranger Things LE, don't get me started. That's a $16,000 game. Believe it or not. Couldn't you even believe that, Dennis? Stranger Things mm-hmm. LE, 16 grand. No. Elvira House of Horrors LE, 18 grand. 16 grand, something like that. It's up there. Hell, the premiums are selling for $12,000. Jurassic Park, that's a $20,000 LE, listener. $20,000 for a Jurassic Park LE. Does anything beat it? Black Knight LE, it's about a $10,000 game. Monsters LE, good luck finding one under $10,000. You're not going to find it. I don't care. How many people hate that game? It's a beauty there, Clark. Iron Maiden LE, you never see come up. Never, never, never see an Iron Maiden LE pop up anymore. And if it does, it's an $18,000 game minimum. Deadpool LE, that's right now, I think they're going for about $15,000, $16,000. And we'll stop. What else we got? Guardians LE, pfft, I've been trying to get one, Dennis. There's one right now for sixteen five, no topper, and I'm, I can't do it. I can't. I, can't, I cannot do it. I think that's a... Why can't you do it? I just... Because. Come on. $16,000 for a Guardians LA? No. Not doing that. Nope. You can keep your mustard powder coat. Nope. I'll just deck out a premium. I think the going rate's about fourteen for a for a Guardians LA. Star Wars LA. Actually, the comic premium's going a little bit higher than a Star Wars LA, but still, Star Wars LA around eleven, twelve thousand dollars $12,000. Aerosmith LA is up there, 12 to 14. Ghostbusters LA, that's the one that can match Jurassic Park. Ghostbusters LEs are now $20,000 machines. <laughs> hmm. And it keeps going. Kiss LEs way up there. Game of Thrones LEs back up there again. WWE, there's where you're not going to have to pay too much for. All's training up this week is the Ripple. <gasps> you know anything about the Ripple? Nope. Alert, stolen pinball, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh-oh. There was a thread on Pinside. Probably my favorite thread of the year. 
minus all the toxicity of the Canadian threats recently. Uh, there's a, somebody stole a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from, I believe, Tennessee. They hmm. had it. Sh- I don't know what happened. You have to go read the thread. That's not important. The important part is that it was supposed to go to the West Coast, and it landed somewhere in Idaho, right? And there's this thread that opened up, Dennis and listener, that people are uh, be on the lookout for a turtles that was stolen, scammed, right? So this guy in Boise, Idaho, by the name of Ripple, who is trending up in a big way this year, not even this week. The Ripple was presented, uh, reached out about buying this machine. Didn't know it was the turtles that was stolen. He started asking questions, getting pictures, doing his due diligence, and and purchasing a used pinball machine. Then he remembered that there was a threat about a missing turtles. And there were some things that kept making him go back to thinking, man, that sounds a lot like... So he went above and beyond, out of his own way, taking his own time to research more and more, And he found out, damn it, I think this is the stolen turtles. Now, most people in this situation, what would they do? They might call the police and say, hey, you know. Yeah, they'd probably call the coppers. Yeah, and the coppers would be like, hey, that's that's Tennessee, Jerusalem. So there's all this is written up. you got to read through this, listener. So he went above and beyond. He was able to set up a sting operation with the local police in Idaho. And they caught this son of a bitch that stole the turtles. (gasps) I shit you not. Wow. The Ripple got back the turtles for this buyer. Now, it's going to be locked up in in uh, the court system. So, I think it's in like the, what do they call it? The repo area or something? Yeah. It's in oh, it's in the it's like, evidence, evidence area yeah, for a while. But he said that they got the machine to the Ripple's house to set up the sting. And it looked unharmed. And it's just nothing was stripped off of it. They got the game back. Nice. Ripple. Nicely done. Man, us pinball people stick together. So I have to trend up the Ripple this week. I think his name's going to be like a uh, adjective now. No, you got like, you got rippled if you get caught trying to steal a stolen game. Fuck around, get rippled. That's all I'm saying. This next game's not going to get rippled, though, because trending down is Guns N' Roses. Ellie. What the hell? Mm. Why is that? I I don't really get that from Jersey Jack Pinball. Still coming out with them. They're they're not down much, but any time in this marketplace you can buy something for less than MSRP on a used game, hey, that, that's a trend. Right now you can get a GNR LE for about ten five, maybe ten thousand if you work hard enough, but about five hundred to a thousand under MSRP. And in the world of where we're at right now in the marketplace and pinball, that's that's trending down. Coincidentally enough, Wonka is trending back up again. I think that's kind of a scarcity thing. They're not actively selling them anymore from the factory. So we're seeing Wonka, CEs especially, start rivaling that, believe it or not, Dennis, rivaling that of GNR CEs. Yep. That's wow. what the marketplace says. I think people are just itching for that next Pat Waller game. Here comes Toy Story question mark. Deal of the week, I don't have one for you. If you want to buy something, go to the Facebook page of Living Out Pinball. I just listed 25 games this last week. How about that? New Year's special. It's a lot of games. It's a lot of games. It's nice of you to let me buy one. Uh, you know, some of them are uh, market priced, so I've been getting hate on some of them. I think I've got a twelve or thirteen thousand dollars Star Wars premium comic up there. Numbers don't lie. I'm just listening for what uh, the market holds. But I do have a deal of the. <laughs> this one's an interesting one. If you guys go to Pinside right now, you're going to find a modded out Walking Dead Pro with Topper. 
right outside of Kennesaw, Georgia. This is Kyle's car, 81. It was by Kyle's or Kyle Scar, 81. You think it's talking about Kyle's car or his scar? Why not both? <sighs> you got a scar from working on his car? Quite possibly. I think I know Kyle, good dude. And uh, I'm not ripping on him for his price. His price is ridiculous. He's got this thing loaded down. It does shoot better than an LE. You know yourself, Dennis. The Pro is where it's at. Color DMD, Cleveland Sound Mod. There's shaker. It's loaded down. It looks beautiful. 7800 bucks is a little high, but that's not why you're getting the WTF this week. He has a custom topper on this thing. Ooh. Mm. And this custom topper. Oh, shit. I fucking clicked on it. I told myself I would not click on this thing. You clicked. Damn it. Because it's trying to resemble the fish tank. So it's got three zombie heads up there. But this thing is so heinous and terrifying. It truly, it is very, very morbid. It's, it is really scary. I don't scare easily. This thing is just disgusting. So if you like horror and stuff like that, you may be up to this. It's, it, it's very difficult for me to see. That's, that's how terrifying this thing is. I could not have that on my machine. It looks bad because it looks like it could be real heads. That's, that's the problem, Dennis. Maybe they are? And that's why I'm trending this thing uh, WTF because that one in the middle looks like a, uh, a corpse John Papaduke. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That was your deal. The terrifying. And a recent update on our new sub-segment called Pinball Bounty. Dennis, do you think the Pinball Bounty has been fulfilled? Uh, I don't know. I had two people contact me since the last episode saying they thought it was an incredibly tacky segment. Oh, of course they would. They always message you. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, I don't want to say this to Zach, but whoa, talk about it. This is a bad flex you know what I would say? do this stuff. Man or woman up. Have the ovaries or the balls to contact me. No, they, they want me to help That's sanitize right. this and protect them. Well, the update is Pinball Bounty so far getting great feedback on my end. They love the idea because they want to get paid. And there's an individual that is on the bounty list for a $1,000 reward because he did set me up with, coincidentally enough, one of my buddies in pinball so he's going to get money for nothing but uh working uh looking at a deal for a hep restored whitewater dennis i'd do anything for this game it's so pretty okay so we're close we are close and i will not issue another pinball bounty until this one is fulfilled how about that is that fair uh okay it's gonna it's gonna take three to six months for this damn game because he's not gonna let it go but it's it's close and ladies and gentlemen, as always, I'm just here to report the facts. You know that because numbers do not lie on pinball market trends. All right, let's call it a show, Dennis. Number 86 in the books here. Happy 2022 to everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us this holiday season and making it special. And for the last year or so, we were I thought about doing a year-end review, right? But no, we do a week in review here. That's what we do best at the Pinball Show. And I think we do it better than anybody. So thank you for the ongoing support, love, uh, merchandise, sales, the votes, whatever you can do to help support us. I very much appreciate it. And I know Dennis does too. Right, Dennis? Do you? Sure. Somebody just bought a Nordman t-shirt. Where can people catch you from now to next time? Uh, watch you seek for them? 
I, I am over there, but it's probably <laughs> easiest to email me at eclecticgamerspodcast at gmail.com or go to facebook.com slash eclecticgamerspodcast and send a message. That does work, and you can reach us both at the pinball network at gmail.com. Also, check out straight down the middle videos. We got the uh, top 10 most anger inducing pinball machines, as well as Godzilla review coming up next. I believe we may have a film review and we may have a GNR review as well as just kind of our recapping of all the work that we were able to give you guys in 2021. Sponsor, as always, Flippin' Out Pinball product showcase this week is a pre-owned Monster Bash SE loaded down to the brim. Full custom powder coat and all the pretty mods. 10995. Come and buy it. And like I said, go to our Facebook page, follow us there at Flippin' Out Pinball. I'm telling you, if I have a used game or something special that does pop up, like Elvira 40, did you see a picture of that, Dennis? Eh? Mm -hmm. posted that on there so we got about 25 machines for sale that's the best place to put them they take too long to do it the website they sell too fast so check them out there i also got an alien dennis i got my alien finally (laughs) yes it's not unboxed yet still sitting in the box and in my personal collection i did also add so i added alien medieval madness ellie and attack from mars ellie i know you like the attack from mars yep it's cool. I'm prepping for that Cactus Canyon LA to come in, so I had to give it uh, a brother and sister there. But I'm not opening up the Elvira 40. Uh, but we got other things as well. Uh, toppers, Stranger Things toppers, Deadpool toppers, I believe, armor, uh, Indiana Jones toppers, a lot of banners, whew, Escaleras, you name it, merchandise. TPN last week, there was a slew of things. So much that I think you should probably just go to our Facebook page, follow us there, so that you can see all the wonderful stuff that does come up. I did want to point out a uh, Manu over at Mystery Pinball Theater 3000 did a charity stream and raised thousands upon thousands of dollars for a charity. So nicely done there. See that, Dennis, that's what I'm talking about right there. Pimbassador, if there is one. There's not an award for Pimbassador. Well, there should be an award for Pimbassador. Also had a really fun time on Wild Dog Arcade's Happy New Year celebration where they joined Pendiana Jones. Go back and watch the VOD of that. Pride Pinball had a very Merry Christmas stream December 25th. Go check out the VOD for that because Santa Claus conquers the Martians in that episode. And coming up, we have an Iron Battle, part of the Don't Panic Flip Love. They're battling Tron between Don't Panic Flip and Pez Johnson Mm. with Jedi McMuffin moderating. That's coming up this Tuesday, so that's tomorrow. Yep. At that's soon. Mountain time. 10 p.m. Mountain, which means nothing to people. So that is 11 Central and Midnight Eastern. All right, Dennis, I think that's it, man. Well, that should be a Silver Brawl Chronicles next oh, yeah. week sometime. What are they going to cover? I don't know. Hopefully not a shit topic. History. All right, this episode is history. 2021 is history. For Dennis Creasel, I'm Zach Manning. And remember, folks, even if you've got a triple spinning cannoli, that horse head don't hunt. That horse head don't hunt. And always practice safe pinball. And during the Pinball Awards season, I want you guys to do something for me. Please vote for who you want to win and who you appreciate, whether it be a machine or a media creator. Not what other people want you to do. If you're taking the time to vote, vote for who you think deserves the recognition for their hard work and what they bring to this industry each and every year. 